This is Extreme Ag's Shortcuts. Let's get right into it. Hey folks, we're talking today about using biologicals in wheat to enhance the yield, obviously, but also to build up soil biology. And we've got the guy that's all about soil biology here. We're at Luber's Farms with Lee Luber's, one of the original founders of Extreme Ag. He loves to talk about soil and he really is into earthworms doing his work. And he's all about the legacy that he wants to produce here uh, at Luber's Farms. We've got Brian Miller and Brad Passion there with Marone Bio now becoming Pro Farm. Um, you've been working with us on some products. I remember at Farm Progress Show, Chad Henderson said something really pretty smart. He's like, hey, when I look for that next competitive edge, I look to what's happening in specialty crops. Specialty crops, you know, growing celery in California, they're using Marone Bio products. I want to know why they're doing that because they've got to be really intensive and they'll get more bang for their buck. So that was back in the fall last year. You put, for the first time ever, their product on this wheat. Why did you do it? What was the objective? Lee Loopers. Uh, we also have been watching what happens in uh, the turf markets and specialty markets because they know how to maximize production. Yep. They figured it out before we did in large-scale grain production. So we've always been watching that and uh, we've saw the value in maximizing what we're putting on the field. And biologicals, it's not just putting it in the soil. Now we're into a foliar area, area and then what that does is that helps complement our chemistry. Yeah, so we already, you know, wheat's pretty simple. We grow it on every continent in the U.S. except for, or in the world, except for Antarctica. Uh, you've been growing out here in Gregory, South Dakota since you were a little kid. Um, you can't live on the kind of yields that we got back then. You no. told me before we hit record on this that you did how many bushels out here on this wheat? Uh, we did in the wheat challenge, we did one 15.6 on our wheat and we cut a lot of fields were running 90 to 120 consistently in so the monitor. So did you do 100 bushel average across the all the acres of wheat here at Luber's Farm? I haven't tallied it up because I've been so busy but I'm going to do that this weekend but I think we'll be really close to it. 200 bushel yield. All right talk about the biological product that was put on out here Brian. Okay so we were using pace setter and uh, it's a 12 percent Renutria. Renutria is the active ingredient. Renutria? Renutria. All right, you better and it is a plant extract from the giant knotweed plant and it causes the plant to go into a defensive mode. It, rather than wait for diseases or insects right. to cause a plant to do that, we prime it for that. And what it does is it uh, ramps up different chemistries in the plant and it said you need to be defensive and don't let stress get to you, let's, let's keep pushing. That's a that's a neat story. It's a neat concept, Brad. You're old school. You you worked for the big one of the one or two of the big six chemical companies. Um, biologicals. It's all snake oil. It's just a bunch of oh yeah, fling this out here, and all of a sudden the butterflies come down, and and a, and a rainbow comes out, and it's all happily ever after. Is this all a bunch of nonsense? No, it's not. I've been ah. in the biological. Come on now. Uh, I've been in this biological thing for 12 years now, and um, everybody. And you came from real chemistry. I came from real chemistry, and I saw that that was going to be one of the fastest growing markets in the future. And um, it was tough in the early years to get growers to um, look at these products, and you really have to prove the performance. So, what we've done out here with Lee Lubers and the rest of the Extreme Ag Group is we've tested these products now for two years before we bring them to the yeah. grower and yeah. um, do an experiment on their farm. Did it work? 
Yeah, I did. Uh, last year we saw a good result with our corn and Kevin Matthews, he got it on his wheat last year. So, and he got positive results. So that motivated us to bring it in as a standard practice. And uh, we're in a really bad drought, worst drought since 2012. And uh, when we finished up cutting wheat last Saturday night, we we're combining dry wheat, 12% in a drought. And we've had like 40 hundreds in the last about 40 days. And you look down and the straw had a green tinge and we still had pale green flag leaves. And that gives us a sign of we achieve physiological maturity right. instead of premature death. Is he, okay, first off, the rain thing, you said it before we hit record on this. You looked up my, my winter home of Phoenix, Arizona. You <laughs> said Phoenix, which is obviously a desert. They got saguaro cactus there. And you said they get about what, grain-wise? Right at nine inches a year. And we raised over 100 bushel wheat on a little over 10 inches. So we're better than Death Valley, but a long ways from normal on uh, precip. So, so. You, did, you did 10 inches right. All right, I want to ask you a question, Brian. Sure. Uh, our man Kelly Garrett has got an entire agenda this year to minimize stress on plants. And he says something pretty smart. He's like, we always talk about, uh, uh, you know, having a healthy plant. I'm not sure we've ever seen one. I think that every year in, in agriculture, we actually are doing things that maybe are out of our control. And we end up with stressed plants. I'm not sure we've ever seen a stress-free plant. You put Pace Center out here and you said it triggers a response in this plant that makes it do this. It sounds like you just stressed this plant. Why would we stress the plant when Kelly's out here saying we should do everything we can to mitigate stress? No, so we're, we're, we're in a defensive position is really where we're at. And when you plant the seed, your potential is much, much higher than your end result. Yep. What you're trying to do is stop the decline. I'm trying to put the brakes on all the stresses that are taking my yield away. And that's what this is going to do. So it wasn't really a stress. When you said we triggered a response, it wasn't triggering stress. It was doing what? It is protecting the plant. It's getting the plant ready to tolerate stress. That makes a little bit more sense. Again, <laughs> give me some background. You're the guy that always takes the pointy-headed scientist and brings it down to my level. Well, the bottom line is, um, you know, we, you put paste setter on with your fungicide. We combine it the two so then you can have the best of both worlds you get uh, that added plant health benefit that you're going to see like lee said all the way out to harvest so just a healthier plant keep it happy and healthy throughout that um, season he's had a lot of heat he's had very little uh, rainfall and for that's really happened now for two years we saw it in corn and soybeans the same way at harvest last year lee can i ask you a question um, you talked about complementing chemistry. What is the chemistry that happens out here on this wheat that you complemented with a product that's biological? Uh, we combined it uh, with a product called Miravis Ace, and it, we put it on Miravis at- Miravis Ace is a- It's a fungicide. Okay. And that's where Pace Setter is designed to be placed with a fungicide. That's how it's applied. And when did that happen? Uh, it was right at very early flower okay. and on the wheat. So we're flowering, we're heading. And uh, at that time we have one thing that we battle every year, year in, year out, drought or flood, Fusarium head blight. And that is the biggest yield robber globally on wheat. Fusarium head blight. Yeah, Fusarium head blight. Also what? known as head scab. Okay, and that's what dry up the head. Okay, so it dries yeah. up prematurely? Yeah, and there'll be, there'll be, there can be whole heads or sections of head with no kernels. And once you've got it, you cannot cure it. You have to prevent it. So we have to be on time. We've got to get it done. So we had to apply it 
and we knew we were going to have to do it. So we added the pace setter to it, and what we did is we maximized our fungicide so we had longer efficacy. And one thing we noticed in prior years, we were uh, achieving what they call suppression. So we were always getting a little bit of fusarium head blight yep. on our wheat. Yep. You know, we were getting 80% control. Now this year, we had control. First time ever we've had control for fusarium. Did the biological that was big. complement that fungicide? Yeah, uh, totally. Uh, we had no leaf rust, no late season leaf rust, okay. control and fusarium head blight, and we were combining, like I said, 12% wheat in a drought with green flag leaves. How much money, we like to talk about money, how much money are we talking about for this, uh, using this bio? Because you could have done everything you just described. Mm -hmm. You could have gone and sprayed fungicide at early flower and not use this product. It was the lowest cost thing we did. This that we put in the tank. This pace setter was? A few bucks yeah. an acre? Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was like one, one fourth of the price of the fungicide. Okay, it makes sense at ten dollar wheat. Does this make sense when wheat's back to six fifty? We'll do it every year. <laughs> so this becomes standard practice. Yeah, becomes standard practice. It's one of the things we talk a lot about here at Extreme Ag is we're all about trialing stuff. We're all about experimenting with stuff. But there's a point then when you say, I believe in this enough that it goes across all my wheat acres. This right. goes across all your wheat acres. Yeah, and that's going to happen in that same application, Brian. He's going to do it at. Yes time of fungicide yes, treatment? Yes, uh, that was the perfect timing. He hit it just right. Got it. And then is there any other way that this product gets used? Well, oh, we're using it in corn and soybeans, of course. Okay, well, we'll talk about that in a different video. Okay. But the main thing is we're the way to use this in wheat is with fungicide. Right, yeah. Th that's That, that would be the optimum, that. yes. Now, organic growers will be able to use, I mean, the, the, the full rate is 13 ounces, and uh, they don't have the fungicide option, the, the chemical fungicide option, then the 13 ounces is what we'd recommend. Got it. Anything that we need to know that we didn't talk about in terms of using a biological product on wheat? You ate, and you were skeptical 10 years ago if I'd have come out here, you'd have said, leave the farm. But now? Uh, people always think about enhancing yield in terms of we've got to apply more pounds, more gallons. Like we've got to really put fertility to it or something like that. It's really about initiating triggers in the plant and complementing what you're doing. That's how we're getting these yield increases. It's not pounds, it's initiating triggers within the plant. And that's what specific biologicals enable us to do that. He always closes out with something that sounds like just like it was, he took it from the classroom to the field and he made it understandable. That's why he's Lee Lubers and that's why we like we like hearing from him. He's with Brian Miller and Brad Passion with Maroon Bio, which is now called Pro Farm. And you can find out all their stuff going to their website. And otherwise, you can find them through us here at Extreme Ag. We're going to be shooting more great videos that are informative and insightful with our man Lee Lubers here at Lubers Farms. Until next time, check out other cool stuff at extremeag.farms.